welcome to the Confluence Investment Asset Allocation Weekly Podcast. I'm Phil Adler, and I'm joined by Bill O'Grady, Confluence Investment Management Chief Market Strategist. The Asset Allocation Weekly Report, dated August 21st, 2020, considers the amount of cash held by investors in retail money market accounts and what that may portend for equities in the coming months. Bill, first of all, why focus on money market accounts apart from savings and checking accounts? After all, don't investors tap checking and savings to purchase equities? I am making an assumption that the barrier between money markets and the broader financial markets are thinner with money markets compared to saving and checking accounts. Checking accounts tend to be used to manage household spending and saving flows. Savings and time deposits tend to be closer to be funds held for long-term saving, and although one could argue they, they might flow as well into stocks. However, in our separately managed accounts, our cash is always held in money market funds, and most broker-dealers do the same with cash, whereas banks don't seem to offer a direct link to access broader financial products. Now, does this reading include money managed by large fund managers as opposed to, say, my individual investment account? Our number is retail money market accounts. It does not include institutional funds. Bill, what's the normal relationship between the performance of the stock market and the amount of cash held in these money market accounts? Normal is somewhat difficult to define because money market funds are an artifact of regulatory arbitrage. Until the mid-1980s, interest rates on savings and time deposits were capped well below the inflation rate, and there were restrictions for tapping those funds easily. Checking accounts by law could not pay interest. So broker-dealers created money market accounts, which would sweep cash out of high-yielding accounts to a checking account to effectively create a high-yielding checking account. By the mid-1980s, regulations were eased and retail money markets became more accessible, and given the level of short-term interest rates, the flows tended to rise. So there was a structural rise in retail money market accounts into 2000. It is only after 2000 that the current relationship developed, where there tends to be an inverse relationship between the level of retail money market accounts and equities. Has the amount of cash in retail money market accounts been rising or falling recently? After rising persistently from 2018 into 2020, we are seeing a steady decline in retail money markets over the past several weeks. Is it fair to say that although cash held in money markets has been falling recently, it remains at a very high level? In absolute terms, it is very high. Now, defining very high is difficult. Usually, we try to scale a number like this, but determining the scaling variable is difficult. Usually, it would seem that retail money markets as a share of household assets would work, but this variable is very sensitive to the level of equity value. So in a bear market, the percentage of retail money markets will rise even if the absolute level remains unchanged. I have also compared it to consumption, but that is flawed too because my thesis is that the money market account is a holding account before an investor puts the money to work. The measure I have become most comfortable with to compare the level of retail money market is to total household cash-like accounts. By that measure, retail money market levels are not all that high, but the ratio does appear sensitive to the level of interest rates, which makes sense. 
One of the goals of lowering rates is to push those funds out of retail money markets into higher risk classes. And given the lags in the policy rate, outflows from retail money markets will likely accelerate by the end of this year. Even though uh, the S&P 500 already has been in record high territory? The buying isn't coming from households as much as it's coming from institutional buyers. Okay. Well, is there precedent for this type of behavior, rising stocks and rising money market accounts? Yes. In the 1982 to 2000 bull market, retail money markets generally rose through that period, but it appears that rise was structural in nature. Retail money markets were rising as a percent of non-retail M2, meaning that investors were diversifying their cash holdings out of other deposits to take advantage of higher retail money market interest rates. Well, as we look to the near future, the, the logical question to ask is, do you expect more retail money market assets will be moving into stocks this year? I do but probably not until we get past the election. As confidence improves and the pandemic issues are managed, we will likely see these funds move into higher risk areas. What happens if interest rates start to rise? That would slow the rise, but we expect the Fed to keep a lid on rates for a significant period of time, perhaps as long as two years. And the Fed has been using the threat of yield curve control to provide further forward guidance. Bill, what other factors may influence decisions by investors about how to employ their money market funds? Inflation is a big concern. We don't think inflation comes for the foreseeable future because the behavior that would cause inflation are just not present. But it is always something that we watch. Thank you, Bill. You can find a link to the Confluence Investment Management Asset Allocation Weekly Report on the front page of confluenceinvestment.com. Also on that page, you can find a link to a PowerPoint presentation discussing charts which support the Confluence Outlook. Our discussion today is based upon sources and data believed to be accurate and reliable. We wish to state that opinions and forward-looking statements expressed are subject to change without notice. This information does not constitute a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security. Our engineer is Dane Stoll. I'm Phil Adler.